This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Welcome back, guys. DGS on KMOX 305. Once again, happy birthday to uh, to my son, Nick, 29 years old today. Can you tell the story? I think it's hilarious. Yeah, so... Uh, so we're Nick getting, works for Michael. Yeah, Nick works with me, and we, we're getting ready to go out of town, so we were buying some plane tickets. And so I'm like, Nick, what's your middle name? And he spells Nicholas uh, different than, yeah. than most, and... Then I said, uh, when's your birthday? And he goes, oh, it's uh, January the 12th. I said, that's today, dude. <laughs> and with Nick, with Nick, you never know if Nick's pulling your leg anyway. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, Because he, he, sometimes he'll say stuff, and I'm like, what? Huh? Then the two, <laughs> two days later, it hits me. So I didn't know if he was messing with me. I was like, that's today, dude. I don't think I said it that way. Does Nick remind you of me? Um... Yes, but Nick is not as forward and as yeah. he's a sniper. Yes, perfect word. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he he's quiet, and all of a sudden he'll have some devilishly funny things uh, that'll come out of his mouth, and you're just like, oh my. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, you guys, but definitely both have that, and it's it's intellectual humor, which is not necessarily the humor <laughs> that I fall at most times. Which is why, like a, an hour later, sometimes his stuff will hit me, and I'm like, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, Phoebe is uh, the same, very funny, very much like me and Nick, but mean. Mean? Oh, my God. <laughs> I think that just comes with being a girl, right? You think like, so? They know how to, like, we, we, what are you, we, I mean, you girl, know, you growing know up with sisters. Yeah. Yes, but, I mean, let me tell you, girls fighting, they don't fight fair. Like, boys, you know, that punch, punch, punch. Uh, uh, it's mom psychological and dad, stop warfare it with women. Girls are brutal. <laughs> They'll hit each other with a hot curling iron. I mean, you know, like, hey, you're rotten, you know. <laughs> Uh, and, and my sisters never fought, so they were lovely. But I'm talking about when we were younger. But the, the girls can cut each other up worse than mm-hmm. anything. So where are you the youngest? I'm five of six. So okay. there's uh, six of us total, and my little brother is Megan. Um, but my parents said that we wanted to have a boy with all these girls, and then we're like, well, we try, should try to get him a brother. And so there's five. And I wouldn't change a thing about it, man. Good. I love every second of it. Uh, were you babied? Were you no. dressed up? <laughs> uh, I may have been a little bit more sensitive uh, than than most of my peers because I and you know like there's certain things that boys do that you know what's that when you fart under a cover and you get held down the Dutch that, oven that, that doesn't happen yeah. when you have got five sisters so. <laughs> right. you got so much opportunity <laughs> yeah when I was hanging out with my brother or when I'd be so hanging many out with targets my buddies and they would be doing that kind of stuff or we'd get into a have a wiffle ball fight uh, game and they get into a fight with each other. It freaked me out because 
that kind of physical contact was not something that happened with my siblings. How about you and your brother? Oh, we fought like you couldn't believe. Yeah. Three years gap. I mean, everything was... I mean, it starts a lot because the younger one is usually the competitive one. Like, they want to keep up with the older brother, and that would annoy me. And then his reaction to that was to punch me. <laughs> and then I would try to punch back, but then I would get in trouble. Were you the tougher one? Uh, you know what? When we were young, no. Like, when we were probably, like, 8, 9, 10, 11, like, when I was that age, he was the meaner one. Mm. He was the one that was the, that was the instigator that would start it. But as we got older, I kept getting meaner, and he kept getting nicer. And the last time we fought was when he was 13 and I was 16. He picked a fight with me in front of his friend. Uh, and I made him eat grass out in the backyard before I'd let him get up. And that's the last time he ever tried to fight me. Was that the most violent, too? Uh, nah, pro- maybe. It wasn't that violent. He just, yeah. he just didn't have the size or strength to do what he wanted to do. And he you didn't realize I was going to do that to him in front of his friend. You can't say it wasn't that violent right after saying I made him eat grass. <laughs> I mean, all I, did was, all, all I did was shove his face into the ground. Yeah, no violence there. <laughs> eat the grass and I'll let you up. No, just one sibling? Yeah, well, I mean, my, my, I, for, from, our, from our childhood. Uh, so my little sister was born when I was 18. Uh, so none of that with her. I was going to college a few months after she was born. So she's more like kind of a pseudo child to me than a, like what you didn't grow up with a sister. I grew right. up with a brother, but then my sister is, yes, my sister, but I think of her almost more like one of my kids. Right. You know, like she's, we helped raise her, we babysat for her, you know, right. all that kind of stuff when she was an infant. So... It's a little different uh-huh. for that much distance. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, tell me about you saved a puppy. Yeah, so this is about a week ago. And uh, so my my wife calls me. She works at a, a veterinary clinic here in town. And she calls me and says, hey, I volunteered to take this dog. It has something. Do you guys know what parvo is? Yep. I don't. So parvo is this disease that you, you mostly, a dog will get it from, it's vaccinated, so you should get your dog vaccinated, then you won't have this problem. Um, but it, you can get it mostly from eating another dog's poop that has the parvo bacteria, yep. and it's a horrific disease. It has like a 95% mortality rate. It, it is just a, a, a fast and instant killer, and it basically makes your in their intestines melt, and then they vomit up their intestines. Jeez. Oh. Um, yeah. It, it, he had this cute little story on the Google <laughs> Doc about adopting a puppy. Now we're eating poop and now it's a, we did not adopt this thing. Because, now it's a horror movie. So, so she said it's more of a horror movie. So she said I volunteered to do this, and I'm like, okay, have, have a great night. I, remember, I mean, remember Rachel? I told you like, yeah, Megan's got to go do this thing. I guess. <laughs> well, it turns out uh, she meant she volunteered us to pick this dog up and take it somewhere uh, to the shelter that had offered to take them in. Mm. Uh, and so I rushed down there. Like I said, it's like pouring snow last Friday night. I'm like driving as fast as I can, weaving in and out of traffic, running red lights and stuff to try and get to this dog. And then this dog is like, it was terrifying. I don't know how I don't know how vets do it. Like uh, I was talking to Kevin about this last night. And his uh, daughter works in a in a vet clinic. She works in an emergency vet. Yeah. And I just I don't know how they can do it. I mean, we are rushing to this shelter, and this dog is like dying. In Megan's hands as I'm trying to go like as fast as she can, and she's like, she's like slapping the dog's face to keep it awake and stuff because the dog's like dying in our car, and like the it the smell was just unbelievable. And it's like I don't know how they I don't know how they do it. Just like uh, regular people, nurses and doctors, these people are heroes. 
So we got the dog there. Brought to you by the Pasta House. Um, <laughs> 50th anniversary. How the, uh, so the dog's okay? Well, uh, I'm going to go with no. I know. I, I so think, I'm saying, well, he said you saved it. Well, we saved it at the time. And I actually, I found out very recently, like, like a few minutes ago, I, I think the dog has since left us, um, which it would have been almost impossible to save. We gave it, the, we gave it our best shot. Good try. Sorry, Cinnamon. I'm not being a smart ass either. Good try. Oh, Cinnamon. I know. It was inc- incredibly sad. I thought I was tired before that story. <laughs> you guys remember the line in um, Pulp Fiction oh, when, go he bad. Sa- when he says to him, he goes, uh, uh, you know, I'm a vegetarian. Well, my girlfriend's a vegetarian, which pretty much makes me one. Sounds like Andrew's a dog lover. My <laughs> girlfriend's a dog lover. Wife's a dog lover. I'm a dog so. ambulance, apparently. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I, I felt so bad because I was like wasting time here. Thinking that she's got to go off and do something with one of her coworkers, and she's like, "No, no, no! See us! I volunteered uh, us to go do that." I can't get that. Emo- I would be emotionally invested in that dog. And oh, I was bawling. And now <clears throat> I was bawling I in the car. I couldn't do it. I, 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 God bless you for doing it. I was bawling. I was like freaking out. Like she's trying to to keep the dog alive, and then she's turning to me and going, "Like you need to calm down." And I'm like, "I can't." <laughs> I just met this dog 30 seconds ago, and I'm like, "Cinnamon, don't leave us." I'm confused. Why was the shelter uh, able to help them more than the vet? So the shelter had, uh, like, the sort of emergency triage availability. Okay. And uh, where, where Megan works is a clinic, but it's not a hospital. Gotcha. So they don't have, like, round-the-clock vets, round-the-clock uh, monitoring. Gotcha. It's just like a doctor's office, basically. I remember I was uh, <clears throat> on stage playing in the band. It was, like, midnight. <clears throat> and someone came up and handed me a note, and uh, Maureen had called, and uh, Murphy, who was about 17 at the time, Golden, had uh, this vertigo, and his eyes were darting back and forth, and he couldn't stand and all this, and so as soon as I got off stage, I went back, and uh, then I got it like a week later. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Mm. I don't think I got it from the dog, but I mean, <laughs> literally, the vet said, hold his head still. And see if his eyes go back and forth. And when I got it, I called the doc, and he said, have someone hold your head still. (laughs) (laughs) For real. Then I went and see Knoyer, and he laid me down on his table, and he just started moving my head around in a way that seemed fake. And Knoyer's my buddy, so I thought he was just screwing with me. But no, there are these little crystals in your inner ear that get out, and there's a pattern that you move your head, and it goes back in. Anybody... Oh, like a maze. Like, yes. you're tra- like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just like that little game we used to play. Yeah, right, ball. right. Yeah. It yeah. does kind of sound like he was messing with you, and now you're, like, repeating it, and you believed it. You're like, no, there's crystals <laughs> in your ear in the maze. Did it cause you to fall down? What's that? Did it cause you to fall down when you had it? Uh, no, but it, it uh, at least what I had, there's a there's a, a very long, fancy term for it. There's a kind of vertigo that it is. But if I laid down, it felt like I was... Uh, tumbling backwards in space. Oh my! Yeah, all the time. And if and oh god, nothing can be normal with me. So this developed. Uh, we were down with some friends, a little vacation spot they had, and it was summertime. And I laid back at the pool, and when I raised back up, the whole world was spinning. Sure, you weren't on shrooms. <laughs> yeah, very. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and it didn't it didn't go away. Uh-huh. So of course I know. It's an inoperable brain tumor. And I was driving to work down here, 
And uh, Edwin McCain, what does he sing? Uh, your crying shoulder. There I'll you be go. Your crying shoulder. I was thinking about how I was not going to survive clearly to walk Phoebe down the aisle, and this oh, no. song comes on. I'm uh, I'm almost wrecking the car. <laughs> I'm crying so hard. It turns out he just had to move my head like left, right, left, right. But I'm like, he just had to like slap you upside the noggin. I just hope she's old enough that Nick can walk her down the aisle. (laughs) (laughs) And then when I got in there, true story, uh, that week on the show, I had eaten a grape off the floor of the studio and grossed everyone out. And before I laid on the table, I told Matt, I'm like, hey, look, I just need to come clean about something. Uh, I ate a grape off the floor. It is really dusty. I just want you to have all the information that you need to diagnose what I have going on. And he looks at me. Kenori is like eight feet tall and super handsome. He goes, you are adorable. <laughs> he goes, I'm pretty sure what it is, but I'm very sure it's not the grape. <laughs> Three twenty one DJS. Happy Friday to you. Dave Murray will be with us in about fifteen minutes. Give us all the latest on the weather heading in. Uh, Andrew said I, did, I told the story about Vertigo, and uh, a listener called and said that he always wanted to thank me because when I told the story in the past, he had it and went to the doctor, right, Andrew, and told the doctor. Mm-hmm. And the doctor did the crystal magic. So it's called <laughs> it's called benign paroxysmal positional vertigo. Huh. Yeah. That's not the uh, the funniest thing that happened with me and Knoyer. Uh, a couple years after that, I woke up one day and like a gland in my jaw area was just giant. Oh, I already have big jaws, like a cabbage patch. And um, <laughs> <laughs> so I do. <clears throat> my name is somewhere on my butt. Um, <clears throat> I look like the unsuccessful Kennedy cousin. <laughs> Like, yeah, I think RFK nailed a cabbage patch doll or something. <laughs> so uh, I call Knoyer, and he's such a great friend, and he goes, look, I'm running back and forth between surgeries. Meet me in the parking lot of Schnooks at Lake St. Louis. And so he pulls up again. He's eight feet tall and handsome, and he's driving this big, giant super truck. And so I get in there with him like Curious George, and uh, and he's, you know, looking at my face, feeling my face, and he's like, yeah, I think it's this. It's basically a, a uh, infected saliva gland. Oh. And he goes, what I'm going to do is uh, he's like, I'm going to rub it, and I'm going to work all that nastiness out of it. So I'm sitting in the parking lot of Schnooks <laughs> in a really nice truck with a really large, handsome man, and he's rubbing my face. And then every couple of minutes, he'd open up this door and I'd spit. And then he would start doing it again. And uh, neither of us really thought about it. And then people started gathering around. <laughs> it's like the scene from Boogie Nights. Yeah, the, the local constables <clears throat> wanted to know what was going on. Oh, no. Uh, I have a story here where a lady says that she uh, inadvertently, accidentally ordered a $2,400 cocktail and then said, I just can't pay for it. I can't do it, uh, which we can talk about. But Michael Kelly, you're a big baller. You like to pick up tabs and take people out. What's the most extravagant thing you can remember buying, like in a restaurant, I, that I, kind of thing? I remember going to Las Vegas. I was with my friends Bob, Kina, and my girlfriend Kelly at the time. Yeah, right, Kelly, Kelly. <laughs> um, yeah, that was gonna work. Yeah. <laughs> so we paid a cover charge. We were at the Mandalay Bay. We paid a oh, nice. twenty-five dollar yeah. cover charge to go to the roof of this building. This has got to be fifteen years ago. 
And so I go over, I, guys, I got the drink. You know, I got the drinks. And I said, uh, we want four vodka waters. And the lady came back and said, that's $200. Whoa. And I was like, what? Mm. And this is like 15 years ago. And I was right. like, what? <laughs> and my dad always told me, if you're going to be a chump, be a quiet one. So I'm like, take my last $200. I give it to her. And I was like, everybody enjoy this drink. <laughs> take as long as you want. It's the only one we're getting. And uh, yeah, that was. And then we had dinner at one of those fancy restaurants. I didn't pick up this tab. But, you know, I was into watching the, the, the what the, what do they call the, um, the the food cooking channel, you know? Yeah. And they have one of them fancy guys. So we get there and they have the, this appetizer called the Perfect Pear. And they bring this out. And I said to the lady, is there enough for four of us? She says, oh, yeah. So she brings this sucker out. You could have picked these pears up and seen through them. <laughs> really? And you're just like, and that's when I was like, why am I trying to be fancy? Let's go to In-N-Out Burger. There What's you go. the most expensive restaurant tap you've ever been a part of? I've watched people pick up ridiculous tabs. I don't know, a couple thousand dollars. Yeah. You? Uh, one time when I first became friends with Bolger, he uh-huh. invited me to dinner with some pals. So we get to Fleming's in the back room, and it's Bolger and his girlfriend at the time, wife now, Gus Verrat, uh, uh, Kachuk, Dallas Drake. So there's about... Eight professional athletes. <laughs> yeah. Got about $150 million dollars of earnings right there. And me right and there. Maureen. <clears throat> and the first thing that happens is we walk in. We're all sitting with our significant others. Kachuk walks in. He goes, no, 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 no. F that, no. Guys down here, girls down here. And I'm just like, yes, sir, Mr. Kachuk. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know how they have like, you know, would you like red wine? Would you like white wine? Would you like a cocktail or a beer? Well, they all had all of them. Right. And I just looked at Marie and I'm like, whatever else happens after this night, we're hanging with these. Like, we're just yeah. drink up, right? Yeah. And uh, then they started talking about how the senior guy picks up the tab. Well, I was the oldest guy there <laughs> You know, by 10, 15 years, and I start sweating bullets. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, it ended up being like an $8,000 tab. Wow. You know, like the, the seafood towers oh, yeah. they have? Yeah, right. I think they brought one for everyone. Like, it was just <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> and it's funny. I remember Kachuk, uh, the babysitter called, and one of the boys had bumped his head. And Kachuk gets on, on the phone, and he's like, listen. When you say gash, that may be mean something different to me than it does you. If I come home and it's not a gash, and I'm just like, what's happening? And now those kids are in the NFL. They're stars. In the NHL, right? Yep. Isn't that nuts? Yep. That's amazing. Isn't that crazy? I asked Nick, I said, are they better than Walt? And he said, one of them might be. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. The Years ago, so when I was still here at KMOX at a blues event, one of the guys told a joke about the kid saying, somebody said, are you going to be as good as your dad? He goes, I got better hands. <laughs> Turns out, maybe <laughs> he, he was, was right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Michael. Have a great See weekend, pal. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. <laughs> 334 DGS. Dave Murray joins us now. He was kind enough to be with us at the start of the show. We're going to get an update on the weather we're expecting tonight, this weekend, and into next week. Dave, take it away. All righty. Well, we're 30 degrees right now. That's the warmest we're going to be probably until Thursday mm. afternoon of next week. Everybody That's a little outside. clue. Yeah, 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 run out and enjoy, but be careful of the wind. We've got uh, the, the system that came through, which was primarily rain, a couple of lightning shots here and there. That's gone. We're now in behind this thing, and all I'm really seeing are these snow squalls, our wind-driven snow flurries. I don't think we're going to see any solid accumulating snow across the area, but there will be wind-driven snow on the highways. Could reduce the visibility from time to time up until about 8 o'clock. The big deal this evening and overnight, gusty winds, bitter cold temperatures. Again, we're 30 right now. We're going down to 12. Wind chills will be near zero almost all night long. Some of these wind gusts pushing 45 to 55 miles per hour, especially late tonight into the early morning. So some trees could come down. There could be some power lines coming down. And of course, that leads to power outages on Saturday Kind of a changeable sky, a mix of clouds and sunshine. Strong winds throughout the day, little snow burst from time to time, 22 for the high, but the wind chills near zero all day long. Saturday night clouds and snow flurries, still very windy, two for the overnight low, the wind chills of minus 20. Sunday, we could see a little bit of sunshine first thing in the morning, but overall lots of clouds, especially for the afternoon. A light dry snow developing late afternoon on Sunday, almost by the time the sun goes down. So a lot of the day is dry, 10 for the high, the wind chills of minus 25. Sunday night, a light dry snow blowing around until about midnight. Minor accumulations are possible. I still kind of like that one inch number right now. We're going down to minus two Sunday night, the wind chill minus 10, because the winds will be a little bit lighter. Monday clouds, snow flurries, the high 10, Wind chill on Monday, minus 20 degrees. The snow ratios with this cold, typical snow ratios are 10 to 1 here in St. Louis. One inch of water equals 10 inches of snow. Anything we see on Sunday night is going to be more like the Rocky Mountain type snow, snow ratios of 20 to 1. Okay, catch your breath. Yeah. Hey, extra care. For yourself, family, and of course, pets. Keep the pets inside. No kidding. Headlines, right? Brought to you by Schnooks. Download the Schnooks Rewards app and earn 2% back on every purchase. Over 1,800 flights were canceled due to winter storms today alone. Major storms in the Midwest and Great Lakes regions. So, guess we could have seen that coming, but I thought that was newsworthy. 1,800 flights canceled. <sighs> The Television Academy has released a list of the 75 biggest TV moments because the 75th uh, Emmy Awards are taking place next week. So they released their biggest TV moments. Number one on the list. Anybody want to try to take a guess of the biggest television moment like of all TV time? Like TV shows? Uh, more like specials. Oh, specials. Okay. How about the finale of MASH? 
Okay. Uh, the finale of the Mary Tyler Moore show. I'm not right. (laughs) I'm just going to tell you guys the The Apollo the Apollo 11 moon landing. Oh, the moon landing. We're accounting space exploration. Yeah. (laughs) Other big moments include MLK's "I Have a Dream" speech, Walter Cronkite announcing the death of President John F. Kennedy, and of course coverage of the 9/11 terrorist attacks. Mm. I was boy, that match finale really made. Me I was cry. like, I was thinking entertainment, not uh, yeah, boy, you know, yeah. real news. He I screwed us. I personally think the slap is the bigger story, but no, oh, yeah, I forgot about the slap. <laughs> slap. Did it make the seventy-five? The that's slap. a good question. That was I saw. How about, that how about the OJ ride? Oh, the OJ I bet that's got to be in there. Yeah. That was yeah. pretty good too. I'm sorry, I don't have all seventy-five in front of me, but they do mention the final episode of Match, Dave. So looking good. All right, a new study is looking at a work-life balance. This is from Ford Motor Company, a study. Uh, 52% of employed people globally would be willing to take a 20% pay cut for a better work-life balance. 20% pay cut. Hmm. Why is Ford Motor Company conducting that? That's a great question, Andrew. (laughs) I'm not sure. They're just gathering the data, I suppose. Man, I mean, it would have to be pretty big advantages. Well, well, let me put it this yeah. way: Would you take would you take a twenty percent pay cut to work four instead of five days? Because that's twenty percent. No. You're getting twenty percent more time off. No, I want to make. Money. Yeah, but you're gonna be you're gonna be working longer hours those four days. Well, I'm saying if no, but if you if it was just proportional, it's thirty two st- instead of forty for the work week. I feel like I am quite blessed and have pretty good work life balance here. I mean, mm. I spend a lot of time outside of the show thinking about the show and preparing for the show, but I like the show, so yeah. it's fine. Uh, if I were like miserable every day, then I would maybe be looking at that twenty percent too. But and yet she didn't have all the seventy five. I <laughs> have failed Dave Glover once again. Mm. Damn it! All right, let's see here. A new po- another poll shows that Biden and Trump are tied again. This was released on Wednesday. Thirty five percent of respondents in the nationwide survey said they would vote for Biden. That's the exact same percentage as said they would vote for Donald Trump. Okay. Let's be stupid. Okay. <clears throat> These two octogenarians fight. Like physically fight. Physically fight. Get in the ring, they fight. What's that fight look like? I don't know, man. It doesn't last long. Quick. Yeah. Very yeah, quick. Somebody yeah. falls. Doesn't last long. Yeah. I mean, like, if you're if you're gonna break break it down like a boxing match, right? Like Trump's gonna have the power. All he'd have to yeah. do is rush him. Right? He, yeah, but can he? Yeah. Yeah. Because Biden's I mean Biden can ride agility. bikes and he can move and he jogs I mean, and stuff. Trump's already leaning forward for some reason. Right. But I mean it's <laughs> not that like you know, Biden would get the agility, I'm sure the stamina, so Trump would need to end it early. And he certainly has the punching power because he's got about what? What would you say, about 100 pounds on Biden? Probably. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Biden's going to want to stay off the ropes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, He's going to want to keep moving. Yeah, right. Yeah. If he gets on the ropes, he's done. Donald's 215. Yeah, 215. <laughs> <laughs> Biden weighs less than Biden, me. 115. Biden's 115. Could, could, could we do that instead of the debate? Yes. yes. <laughs> this is what the people actually want. I don't want to see Musk and Zuckerberg fight. I want to see Trump we and Biden fight. We the people. <laughs> We should get this going. I think I think somebody would bite at somewhere along the yeah, way. Yeah, let's go. Um, Sam's Club is going to stop checking receipts at the door. This is a big change if you are a Sam's Club member and if you've ever, ever bought anything there on your way out, they will check your receipt. Yeah. They are handing that duty over to artificial intelligence. Oh, so see, they already do that at Costco, too. Really? Like when you're going out, they, want, they look at the receipt and what's in there. Am I the only one that is worried when they check my receipt. 
No, no I'm worried too. <laughs> yeah, what if, I, what if I forgot? Did you throw something, something bad in there? What's up with that? Yeah, I'm always like, I, I couldn't look more guilty. I'm not sure I really understand it. I guess, I guess because because you don't, it's nothing's bagged, right? You just put stuff in onto the yeah. thing and then you put it back in there. But like, if you go through the human checkout, why should you get checked again? Fair question. I yeah. can get it a little bit from the like the self checkout. I could get that because you'd be like, well, I'm not going to scan that one and you know go from there. Mm-hmm. But you can't do that if they're doing it for you. It's just another way that these big corporations are disrespecting <laughs> us, just I mean, like Best Buy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the number of U.S. sanitarians. Am I saying that right? I'm sorry if I'm not. Hundred year olds. Yeah. I think so. Centen- c- centenarians? Centena- centenarians. Okay. People good. over 100 years old, the number of them are expected to quadruple over Ooh. the next 30 years. Wow. People are living longer. We should put advances. them into a fighting force. <sighs> Just creep everybody out. <laughs> have them take <laughs> on <laughs> Biden. Yeah. And they come out. They got the edge and experience. And my final story here, the U.S. is facing an emergency blood shortage as donor numbers are reaching a two-decade low. Hmm. So the American Red Cross is asking that you please donate blood if you possibly can. I wonder why that is. Um, let's see here. I don't see a reason. Yeah. I wonder if they, not to just throw the younger generation under the bus, but I, we were kind of indoctrinated into it. That was always a part of, of society. Uh, I wonder if the younger generations are just like, no. I'm not going to do that. I don't know. Hmm. Probably. <laughs> Dave's like, I don't want to blame them, but allow me to. <laughs> but it's probably their fault. <laughs> I've never done it. Uh, it's one of the things I, I want to do. Uh, but you have a bit of a phobia. I do. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't call it a phobia, but it's uh, enough that I haven't done it. Uh, when I get blood taken, it's all I can do to just sit still. I just hate it. Oh, no. uh, I'm pretty good too. with shots now. You know, and tattoos, obviously, but the thought of having blood taken for like a half an hour, Hmm. and I know that you should, and I should, and everyone should, but it just... So the Red Cross says that younger donors give blood less often, so you're not wrong to go that route. And it also says the growing remote workforce has fewer workplace blood drives, so a lot of times people would do that at work. There you go. There you go. You, you got go. some good guesses, Dave. The mash yeah. finale, the young people thing. Look at you. Yeah. Boom. I'm better hungover than straight. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Stay warm. It's 344 brought to you by the Heise Advisory Group. 351 DGS and Camwex Fast Food News. Yes, before we get into fast food news, I want to remind people that our friends at Hardee's, I think I mentioned this last week during Fast Food News, but I wanted to reiterate because we just talked to them today. They have uh, some new hand-breaded chicken tender wraps, two for $5, spicy honey mustard and ranch. They look really good. I haven't had one, but, but it's on like the list. But would I like to try one of those? It's yeah. on the list. That sounds good. <laughs> All right, moving on here. McDonald's is bringing back the double Big Mac for a limited time. Coming back on January 24th, I'm going to be honest, I don't remember the double Big Mac being a thing in the first place. I'm going to be honest about something else. I am tired of being nagged by McDonald's and uh, led down the primrose path and I'm taking this away from you and we're going to bring you this and Taco Bell, it's a triple enchilada, but you can't ever eat meat again. Like, I I get marketing, but I'm getting kind of tired of it. I'm getting tired of all of, of that jerked kind around. Of stuff. Yeah, it's like you know that you have the the power to do it. It. it I remember getting really bad. Uh, do you guys know what ecto cooler is? No, no. I'm not a fan of it, but it's like a special high C, and it was a Ghostbusters thing back in like the 90s or whatever. 
and they keep like taking it away. And when they bring it back, like once every decade, they bring it back as like you have to like sign up on the website and maybe they'll it choose you. But then they like no one even drinks them. They just end up getting sold on the secondary market for eight hundred bucks or whatever. It's stupid. The uh, double Big Mac includes four beef patties, more Big Mac sauce, and double portions of pickles, shredded lettuce, finely chopped onions, and more. Not interested. I mean, I I love Big Macs, but too much of a good thing. I've had that. It was really difficult to manage. Wendy's is bringing back. Sorry. Oh, before you you move on, uh, I've seen this several times. Several different studies have found that the McDonald's double cheeseburger is the perfect ratio. Oh, of, of all stuff? Yeah. Mm, I like the McDouble that. myself. Is that the cheap version? I it's, don't know. It's cheaper because the McDouble is the same as the double cheeseburger, but it does not have a second slice of cheese. Yeah, I just want the one slice. Mm. I like the second slice of cheese. It's too much. It's not good for you, but the double quarter pounder is pretty good. Oh, yeah. All right. Wendy's is bringing back the vanilla Frosty for winter 2024. They got rid of that and I think replaced it with the strawberry Frosty for Thank a period right. of time. Uh, Let's see here. Taco Bell is set to launch a new $3 or less cravings value menu this month, which is good news if you're a Taco Bell fan. They have raised their prices quite a bit in the past couple of years, I think so Mm -hmm. anyway, so it's nice for them to put together a value menu, including things like cheesy double beef burrito, double stack taco, spicy spicy potato soft taco, cheesy roll-up. The list goes on. You can check that out online. Uh, One more story here. And it's another Taco Bell one. The Crunchwrap Supreme is coming to grocery stores. Now, you do have to uh, select your own protein and cook that yourself. But a kit with everything else you need to make a Crunchwrap Supreme at home will be available nationwide exclusively at Walmart. So if you're a Crunchwrap lover, you can make it yourself now. If you have a Foreman grill, you can do the press. Yeah. Or if you have a sandwich press. Mm -hmm. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 